I'm going to take a break from my life story real quick to talk about PTSD. Now, there are more than one, there's more than one thing or situation that can cause PTSD. There's abuse, there's, you know, military, there's just a lot of things that could cause PTSD, car accidents, all of that. Um... And there are really, like, little minute things that can trigger it. And you can either shut down or blow, you know, or um, blow up, you know, just, like, yelling, like, really pissed. And, um, you know, I haven't dealt with any medical gaslighting really here. And, I mean, I think it was, like, once I, well, no. I apologize, there was like three times, but um, it was mostly the same provider, whom I no longer see. Um, but I was in the emergency room dealing with some issues that, you know, had to be medically dealt with. And, um, I was in, like, a normal room on a normal hospital bed, and next thing I know, they're putting me in this small, tight, cramped room with a chair and an exam table, and that's it. And it's in the corner. Now, I know I'm not the only person who would feel completely brushed off when they've been there for three hours at least and then they get pushed off into a corner because you know I can understand because there were critical patients coming in but I don't understand waiting three hours to see me when you don't have a full ER um I may try to be patient and um respectful but there are times where I just like completely shut down or want to start swearing which is just and I because I was pushed off into the room I started having flashbacks of medical gaslighting where they brush you off they pretty much tell you you're you don't know what you're talking about you're making it up and it's not real um I can tell you for about 90% of the people who have chronic illness, um, they have gone through medical gaslighting. I Not only did they do that, they put me into a room, a room across the hall after that because they needed to put somebody else in the room that I was in. So they put me in this room where there was chairs and it was like a storage room is what it was. And I'm sitting here like, I'm sitting there like, what is going on? Why am I continuously being put off into a corner or a small room? And um, I asked them to leave the door open because I didn't know how I would be with the door closed. And they did. And then the doctor came in and he goes, well, and now the issue that I had, I'm not going to state. It's a personal issue. Um, but 
it's something that in his mind it should have cleared up right away. He's like, if it happened at one point and you came in right away, then it wouldn't have cleared up. And I shut down right away. Because when doctors say that stuff, at first I don't know how to respond or I am too mad to respond. This was a really good doctor. He treated me well all the time and it was probably just a day. Um, but it's really upsetting when they pretty much tell you you're making it up. And I know for a fact I was not making it up. I know for a fact I was not making it up. And he's like, I think you just have a pinched nerve. No, but you can believe what you want, pretty much. I didn't say that, but that is how I feel about, um, <clears throat> so there was that, and then I, I dealt with some, so I dealt with, uh, somebody who, I took what she, what that person was saying as, I wasn't Christian enough because I was sick. If I believed in God enough, I wouldn't be sick. If I believed in God enough, I wouldn't be in pain. If I didn't believe in God enough, my life would be great. You know what I mean? Like, and the thing is, that's what my, two of my abusers told me all the time. Anytime I was in the hospital, they told me that. Anytime I had a procedure, they told me that. Anytime I got a different diagnosis, they told me that. Every single time. And that hurt. It hurt like a knife going into my heart. It hurt. Because Because it was giving me, what that person had said, was giving me flashbacks of my abusive, of a part of my abuse. And I haven't been able to sleep. This is literally the third night that I have only gotten like two hours of sleep. So to say I'm overtired, exhausted, and irritable is probably an understatement right now. Uh, thankfully, I meet my new psychiatrist tomorrow. Um, and hopefully we can kind of work through this and kind of get on the same page. But not only am I not sleeping, I am struggling with my eating disorder. I'm struggling with my depression and, you know, I've actually gone a couple of days without eating, um, anything. And then I'll eat a little bit. I'm not saying that's the way anybody should eat because I know that's eating disorder tendencies. So, um, what I would say is it's not normal to, to live that way. Um, so I'm really hoping that I can get back on track this week. And because I have surgery literally a week from today, which, yeah, yeah, it's a week from today, I have surgery, and it's brain surgery again, 
and I need to be in a better spot mentally. Um, so I have a lot to work on this week. However, I know I can do it because I've done it before. It's just a matter of pushing through is what it is. Um, I'm not going to say it's easy. It's hard as hell. I'm not going to say it's easy because it's not. Um, I will say that it's just not easy. It's just really hard to deal with. And my mind is kind of wandering right now, so I'm going to stop this, um, podcast and um like I said I'm taking a break I just was taking a break and getting this in because it was so um front and center in my life right now so just remember especially if you have PTSD you're not alone even though you feel completely alone sometimes you're not alone and you're not the only one feeling that way. I am not saying that, that you should not tell others or that you should not, that other people are worse. Other people, you know, um, I'm just saying that you're not alone. Other people do feel that way. And, you know, so 